Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. That would be me waiting the incredible Sean story that he started until the power glitch. And Sean, come on. You left everybody hanging. I know. Now we're talking about the deals we have at WKOK.com on the Half Price Susquehanna Valley page. Got a deal on there for nickel plate barn grill and three ponds at Knoebels, the golf course. $25 vouchers, only $12.50, still available. So I asked Sue if he bought one. He said, yeah. I said, you're going to use that for three ponds, right? And he goes, no. And I go, (laughs) I keep telling him over and over, you got to get out there at least once or twice before the Purdy tournament. I've already played three times. Yeah. I care about the guy so too much. No. I just don't want the same. I just don't want the same, you know, back spasm, very terrible situation to, uh, you know, rear its ugly head for the second straight year at the Purdy tournament. Yeah, there's been two issues, and and, and really, all kidding aside, yeah, one he end, one he ended up getting corrected. Thank goodness with surgery, and I, we were playing the ninth hole. Uh, and remember, I, I think you were there, Sean. Whatever he topped the ball and it went down, rolled down the the hill on the par three. Okay, fine. All right, okay. All kidding aside, he went down to get the ball. Remember how he would he, he was so totally out of breath. Yeah, I mean seriously. I mean I became legitimately concerned. Now he got that corrected, uh, as he obviously pointed out to Deb several times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and then last year was the back spasm thing. Where all of a sudden, like, he, I mean, suddenly he's a goner. Yeah. Like, well, we, sometimes we, they know, say hey, bad stuff happens him. in threes, and it's like, we, I was just trying to nip this thing in the bud for him. Yeah, that's why we talked to Adam Purdy about a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still have not heard anything negative from that camp, from that one, aka Steve Engel. I, I understand that. Yeah, they're like, oh, we we want to deal him. I'm like, going, hey, you want, you want to go straight up here, buddy? We're about one month out now. I think uh, negotiations could be ramping up here anytime soon. I have to keep an eye on the hot the negotiations. The, I think the negotiation is going to keep on going right up until <laughs> Penn's, Penn's Tavern the day before. <laughs> Night before, Penn's Tavern, sitting down, having a friendly beverage. Right? I think we're going to find out out of nowhere exactly where things stand. Do some live on-air <laughs> bartering from out on the deck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know... It's going to be, and it's going to come down to how badly do you want to win? And on behalf of Craig and the Chief, badly. <laughs> we're, we're willing to deal. 
It's not like the old Suderoni doesn't go out and hit himself a shot once in a while, because actually he does. That's why we got on this case about going on and playing once or twice. Because actually, when he gets going in the round, he'll hit a, like a, like three holes in a row where he'll he'll crush the thing. Yeah, no need for the chutter. And then he gets really. That's the key here. Right. No then, need then. for the chutter. No chutter required. Makes it even more impressive. Well, then he gets mad at us. I, because then, even though it's his best drive of the day, he's outdriven. <laughs> like, uh, like you're like, wasting you space in that bag us. with that club, man. Okay, look. Yeah, but we're all on the same team. Yeah. So, so if the chief outdrives you, that's a good thing, isn't it? No, I want my drive to go. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. All it's All missing, right. all it's missing when he gets the chutter out of the bag is the superhero cape. That's me. I think that's that's going to be next. <laughs> that's what we should do. We should get we should get him a cover for that. That's like like Captain Marvel, Superman, <laughs> or that superhero Shazam. Since the movie just came out like a week yeah. ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, let's get to our play-by-play call of the day. See all the power went out and now we don't we don't have anything. Let's cue it up then. <laughs> okay, three set, here we go. Two old delivery, here it is. Yelich lines a base hit to left in the gap. It's going to the wall. They're gonna score the winning run. Here comes Lorenzo Kane. He's in there. And the Brewers have beaten St. Louis. Was he he's eighty years old now? I believe Euchre's 80, isn't he? And every time you hear him make a call like that, and here comes Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> That's what you think now. Boy, is Yelich good? About 85. Remember I was telling this? About 85 for Bob Euchre. He's 85 years old. Now, Mr. Baseball. The, what, well, what's interesting, though, is that... Remember this the the Rams Super Bowl story I told about Fred Gerke, the guy that developed the Rams helmet, the 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 Ram horns and the helmet. Now he took all the helmets home because he was an art major in college, and as an art major in college, you know, so he took it and he brought it in, and the Rams people loved it. Well, they they gave him. I guess he got paid what a dollar a helmet. Some, you know, now this is in the 1940s, but got paid a dollar a helmet. And he went home and he took care of 45 helmets. That's terrific. Well, in the end, Fred Gerke ended up being, he was a good player, good NFL player. And in the end, he. Ended up being a general manager in the NFL. Was a general manager in the USFL. Oh, and by the way, also happens to be the great-grandfather of Kristen Yelich. How about that one? See, we can connect all sorts of stories here. All sorts of stories. 
Okay, let's uh, do a quick check-in on the old buckarooning game here. They were up 4-3 last we checked. Let's see here. Uh, 4-3, still in the bottom of the seventh. Actually, the Pirates are threatening here. Wow. The yeah, Red Sox are after a sterling start. Defending world champions are 1-3. Oh. <laughs> Ah, thank goodness they won last year. <laughs> One and three. Yeah, and you got the Final Yankee. Yankee is... you got Yankees dealing with some injuries too out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, Dick and Milton has got to be jumping up and down. Yeah, Giancarlo Stanton's what ten day injured list. Not only have the Orioles scored, which was a which was in doubt in the season, they've won. If I were Dick, I'd, well, see, Dick has that flip phone, so I don't think he can yeah, take a screenshot right. of the standings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that screenshot of the standings, like, look, we're in first place. This is awesome. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, Jason Stark posted this earlier today, the Red Sox, Yankees, and Astros. All three last year winning 100-plus games with a plus 874 run differential. Combine all three yeah. so far out of the gate, 3-8 and eight with a minus 11 run differential. Right. Yep. Crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've got, uh, I've got tickets to see the Astros and the uh, Red Sox at Fenway in May. I mean, by the time I get there, they both may be like fifteen and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan and I are going. We'll have a good time at the ballpark. I have not been. You know what? All the talk, all those years I've gone to Fenway Park, all those years, over and over and over. Right? I have not been to a game at Fenway Park in seven years. Seven years. It just hasn't. It just hasn't happened. I mean. It's just the way it goes. Just now, I've been to, since I've been to Citizens Bank Park and I've been to PNC, but I haven't been to Fenway Park in seven years. Twenty twelve. So, what date were you going to go next month? Uh, the nineteenth of May. It's okay. Sunday. We were going. We were going to go the eighteenth, but my source, who has season tickets, uh, turned out that the eighteenth, the Saturday, was spoken for. Okay. Well, that's a week after Premier League wraps up the season, so they could be pretty happy up there in Boston if the uh, fighting Jeff Tarmans, a.k.a. Liverpool, of course have same ownership as the Red Sox if they win their first ever Premier League championship, now leading Man City by one point. uh, The pool won yesterday. They beat Tottenham 2-1. Yeah. You are shocked, I know. (laughs) <laughs> and my Chelsea came back. They were down one nothing. They were they were struggling against a team that's going to get relegated, and they came back with two uh, goals late to win two to one on the road. They're playing Cardiff City. Imagine imagine if we had relegation in this country. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be so great. 
I mean, my goodness, it'd be hard. It would, it'd be hard being Rutgers. I mean, you I have mean, a couple so. of teams. You have a couple of teams that were in Premier League about three, four years ago, and they have fallen not only down to the Championship level, which the, which is the level below Premier League, they've now fallen to the level even below that. There's a lot of moving and shaking going on. Arizona Cardinals relegated. <laughs> I mean, the, Cle- the Cleveland Browns would have no shot. <laughs> relegated. <laughs> Yeah, there was this great series on Netflix. It premiered late last year before Christmas time. Uh, they followed the team Sunderland, who was in the Premier League a couple of years ago. They have now fallen right. two levels below Premier League oh. since then. Yeah, they've been struggling, and they just show the uh, the fan base there and and their you know their patience and their passion they have for their team. Well, see that uh, believe it or not, you know what's very popular in Great Britain is MLS. You want to know why MLS is popular? In Great Britain, because a lot of former stars of the Premier League are now playing MLS, so they get to follow them here. Yeah, you got Wayne Rooney now down in D.C. What confuses British fans, and they are totally confused, is the fact that there's no relegation. What do you mean Atlanta FC has to stay up? What are you talking about? Awful. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) What are you talking about? The Mets... The Mets would completely confuse them. <laughs> uh, the Giants were confused. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, like most of the NBA teams, they'd be totally confused. Really? You have teams tanking to get a first-round draft pick? You can't tank in the Premier League. You tank, you're out. And no postseason. They just play all thirty-eight regular season games and see the point. See how the points add up from there. Yeah, I never really understood why there's no playoff, but that's all right. They play off everything else. UEFA champions. They play off everything else. They just don't play off their own league. Really? Yeah. Hey, don't you find that odd? Come on, act like an American. <laughs> You're an American fan, act like it. Yeah, there's so many cups and leagues over in England to keep track. Not only Premier League, you got FA Cup, and that's all of the teams in England in one big pool, 700-plus clubs, and it doesn't matter what level you're playing in. So you have that, you have... Uh, uh, as you said, UEFA Champions League, where you take the top four out of every league in Europe, and then you have the Europa League, where you take the top... The team that ends up in fifth place in every European league, you put you put them in a tournament itself. So every year, so yeah, there's quite a bit going on there. You're shocked I knew about champions in UEFA. I had no clue. I, I no, I'm not shocked at all. You're stunned. No, that's what makes this show great. I mean, we love hearing that's you it. do Penn State football and basketball throughout right. the year, and this is your chance to talk about other sports, which is great. Oh. Jeff Tarman always kids kids around. He says, he said, John Henry would just stop spending so much time with that baseball team. I said, you mean the one that wins? I mean, I mean, John Henry's not getting any hardware from what from what you follow. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going over there, and so is Dave Baker. Dave Baker loves Arsenal, and Dave's going over there for the first time to watch them play. 
I, I, I'm so happy for these guys to get a chance to do that. I think it's really cool that they get to go over there. That's on our bucket list, too, for Deb and I. A trip to England sometime, and she can go you know, check out. See, she, she's got items on her list to see, and for me, it'd be going to see a, you know, a Chelsea game, which would be so cool. I think if I... That'd be neat. If I were to go to England, would I go to a soccer game? Yes, I would. I'd like to experience it once. Yeah, finally, Tottenham's going to be opening up their new stadium on Wednesday. They've been playing at Wembley for uh, well, over a year after they... Well, have... the, the the NFL's been aching for that stadium to open. That's where the NFL's going to play. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us on the show today. As uh, we roll through. And uh, Pirates still up 4-3. Look, the Phillies are off to a great start. Uh, you know, they're 3-0. And, oh. and the... Uh, I think Phillies fans have to be excited about what they've seen so far. It's just a long way to go in this thing. A long way. And I... Uh, but, I mean, Harper's done what you hope he would do so far. I mean, he's got three games down, and he's got 1,900 more to go in this Philadelphia contract. a big number, isn't it? <laughs> and he's going to be a dad. His wife announced on social media they're oh, going to have a baby this summer. Oh, well done. Yeah. Well done. Yep, got their oh, little little uh, little photo taken and looked like it was one of the, on the edge of the Ben Franklin Bridge. So it was taken not too long ago and she posted that with a little little baby shirt, Harper number three on it. And, yeah. Well, he gets out of the gate right away, right away and he wears the Philly Fanatic cleats. Pretty cool, yeah. So did you see what the Fanatic did in Game 2? His shoes had Bryce Harper on them. <laughs> uh, I will admit I was kind of a little bit concerned there on Saturday, Game 2. I thought they were going to lose the lead there with the pitching. Yeah. Braves came back a little bit there late. But like you said, it's a long grind. I mean, there's going to be some games where that's going to happen, and... Just when they hit that little first low dip that may last a little longer than fans like, just going to be curious to see how they, uh, you know, how loud the Boo Birds are going to be if they come out. In Philadelphia? Yeah. Oh, no, those people love their love their <laughs> athletes. No, they love their teams. <laughs> Egad. Yeah. Wow. And the next time he has two strikeouts in a game, if uh, the Boo Birds will come out again. In Philadelphia? Come on. Yeah. Wow. You're just negative. No, not at all. I'm just being, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing out a what if scenario. In Philadelphia? Come on. (laughs) They treat their athletes like royalty. And Santa Claus. Well, now hold on. (laughs) 
and Michael Irvin. Yeah. <laughs> I would never put those two in the same category. Right. <laughs> Michael Irvin, by the way, cancer-free, which is which is great news. That's great. Yeah, he was having some throat issues. Yeah, the speaking voice uh, not long yes. ago, and wanted to get it checked, and yep. everything turned out all clear. So that's great. That's great. For, great for you. Oh, that's great. 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 Yep. I only I only met him and interviewed him one time. He was fine. He was fine. Yeah, but for fans of teams that don't really care for the Cowboys, he was the player you couldn't stand. But boy, if he was on your team, you wanted him on your team, and and he gave one of the great Hall of Fame speeches there back in 2007. Yes, he did. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570 286 5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Hi, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And today's show brought to you by the great people at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com, auto, auto, home, life, business, whatever the insurance need may be. Purdy Insurance will take care of it. You'll find you the best insurance so you're completely covered and the right price. And customer service means everything to Purdy Insurance. Means everything. Purdy Insurance, Market Street, and somebody go to purdyinsurance.com. All right, the final four is set. You lose the dynamic Zion Williamson, and his next stop will be the NBA. He hasn't officially declared yet, but I think common sense tells you he will. And it is... um, And look, he's not a perfect basketball player, but boy, he sure is fun to watch, isn't he? I mean, he is fun to watch. Just so quick, and some he does certain things that are absolutely remarkable out there. He's become a little bit better outside shooter. That's a plus. I'll make it better in the next level. Yeah, we talk about players that should stay in school maybe another year or two. I mean, with, with Zion Williamson, there's really no, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> you just think you the transition what? should be pretty smooth. But here's, here's the deal with the NBA, though. And it's really starting to get that way with the NFL. In the NBA, now, 
More so in the NBA and the NFL. The NFL has more draft spots, more spots available. So you can improve your draft stock in the NFL by staying a year. You can't do it in the NBA, Sean. By staying an additional year, you really can't improve your NBA draft stock. That's not how they operate. They are operating completely on what potential is. And and I've used the example, but I'll use it again. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges was thought to be a lottery pick in in the NBA after his freshman year. And he shocked everybody, including Tom Izzo, and said he was coming back. I mean, his own mother was like, what are you you doing? And Izzo took him for a ride in the car one day and said, well, what are you doing? He said, I just love being in school. I want to have fun. I I want to play ball. Because I made the comment at the end of the Penn State-Michigan State game in the Big Ten quarterfinals down in D.C., I said, I hope you en- you, you enjoy uh, Miles Bridges. This is the last we'll see him, and I was wrong. He came back. Well, what did he do to his draft stock? He was the twelfth. He was projected to be the twelfth overall pick in the draft as a freshman. Now he still ended up in the lottery, but he ended up at fourteen. So he had a really good year, played terrific, did everything well, and again with the early entries, born players, he could not improve his draft stock, even though he stayed an additional year. A guy like P.J. Washington probably did improve his draft stock by coming back for his sophomore year at Kentucky. But for the most part, Sean, in the NBA, you rarely improve your draft stock by playing an additional year. That doesn't happen very often. They're looking for potential. So if you're Trey Jones, you're R.J. Barrett, you're uh, Cam Reddish, there's no way you're going back to Duke. I mean, there's a good chance you're going to be a first-round pick. Take it. And Zion Williamson's a no-brainer. He's the first player taken in the draft. You don't take that guy the first overall pick in the draft. You should be fired by your ownership. But you just don't. You don't improve your stock. I remember, and the game has changed a lot, too. I remember A.J. Hammonds when he was at Purdue. And I thought for sure, in watching A.J. Hammonds several years ago, this is before, really, before the uh, Steph Curry craze took over the NBA. I thought, you know what, this guy's going to be a first-round pick. Look at his footwork, his size. And after his freshman year, he didn't come out. And I talked to somebody at Purdue, and I said, why didn't he come out? They said, well, they projected him no better than a mid-second-round pick. I said, really? Well, then he played his sophomore year, and he did not come out because, again, he was projected as a mid-to-late second-round pick. Third year, didn't come out. Same story. I talked to my buddy Rob out there, and I said, what's the deal? He said, they project him again to mid-late to second-round pick. And then finally, he plays his senior year. He's done. He ended up getting drafted in the NBA, and he got drafted as a mid-to-late second-round pick. You just It is very difficult in the NBA 
to improve your draft stock. So when people start talking about, well, this guy ought to come back, that that guy ought to come back, if they're, you know, if Tony Carr ended up being a late second-round pick, I'm not so sure Tony Carr improves his draft stock by coming back this year to Penn State. I mean, does he improve his draft stock by 10? So instead of being, what was Tony, 51, 52? So what, you're going to be, what, now you're 42? That's a little more money. But that's still 12 spots out of the first round. And very difficult to to move yourself, like Cassius Winston. I mean, this is a great situation for Tom Izzo. I mean, Tillman's not pro- is is not a first round pick right now. Ward's not. Cassius Winston isn't. It's not a bad deal to be in. And that's how you end up with older teams. Older teams have the ability to draft the guys, they're not draft, but to sign letters of intent with the guys that are listed 50 through 149. If you can do that, get 50 to 150, 149, 150, you can get a few guys in that range, and then they stay three years, four years, you can end up with a really good team at the end of it. Kentucky does a great job with one-and-dones. They make deep runs in the tournament. It does take a skill to coach a, a group of one-and-dones. You you know, they have to... They don't understand sacrifice usually because they're the focal point of every team they've ever been on. They're not really huge on the concept of team basketball because they've been the focal point on every team they've ever been on. And playing defense... So that's the biggest challenge that I think you see for the Mike Krzyzewskis and the John Calipari's of the world that they've got to take care of. So number one, the biggest part is they've got the talent. So they've been able to sign the talent. So they already started out with, wow, look at the talent. But it's the team concepts, it's the defensive concepts and so forth that they've got to latch on to that has not probably been a part of their M.O., unless you're a Trey Jones who's lived off of defense. I mean, they've got the base beginning with the with the awesome talent. But it still doesn't mean it's the easiest job on the planet. That's why they, they, they are really good coaches. But Texas Tech's an older team. Chris Beard's in his fourth year. Michigan State is an older team, and this has been, I think this has been Tom's best coaching job. Because no Langford, no Orns, and he lost Nick Ward for a period of time with a broken left hand. And he still has had this team playing really well. They've only lost once in the last 14 games. Then you've got Virginia, older team, for the most part. Back line defense, but this is Tony Bennett's best offensive team. Kyle Guy broke out of his slump. And that Purdue game on, on Saturday, oh my God, was that a fun game to watch or what? That was fun. That was the old fashioned college basketball shootout right there. That was a blast. 
I really enjoyed that. That was action. That was enjoyable. Yeah, your pal Kevin Kugler was on Westwood One calling that game. It was great hearing yeah. him going back and forth as they were trading off threes. Oh, it was it was high it was high high level hoops at twenty paces. Man, take your twenty paces, turn and fire. And of course Duke Michigan State was the same way. High level hoops twenty paces. Awesome. And then there's Auburn. Auburn is quick. Auburn plays well. Uh uh, and they're red hot. But again, I have trouble buying in to what's going on with Auburn because you have an assistant coach already pleading guilty, another assistant coach that was removed, and a head coach that already has a show cause penalty. Man, am I I'm supposed to get excited about that? I mean, if 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 I'm a fan of Auburn basketball, I enjoy this weekend immensely. Starting April 22nd, you might not be enjoying much more. I mean, I knew they wouldn't fall completely off the radar in just one game, but I was really curious to see how they would do without their star player who went down on Friday night. Well, you know, the irony is he's the freshman. All the other guys are the older players. I mean, I mean, actually, they're the oldest team left in the tournament. I think they're a. They're I think they're 36 on age. Something like that. Yeah, last night out of Vegas, Westgate Sportsbook, they ranked the four four teams, the, the odds that they would win the whole thing, and, and the team bringing up the rear was Auburn. Well, they've got, see, they've got the matchup with Virginia, though. Yeah, they had it ranked Virginia, Michigan State, Texas Tech, and then Auburn. Right. See, they've got, they're the only number one seed remaining they have. But they're red hot right now. So let's see what Ken Palm says about... Ken Palm predicts the games, you know. And it is remarkable what he does predicting games. You can't believe how close he is in these games. By the way, Penn State 43. So... Yeah, Penn State 43 with their number three strength of schedule. So he's got so we got Virginia Auburn, right? So let's see what Ken Palm predicts. Log in. Okay. Maybe this will take the fun out of it. Virginia winning 70 to 64. Percent chance that Virginia wins. 70% based on his metrics. So 70-64 to 64 is the final he has in the Auburn game. But again, Kyle Guy's a junior. Ty Jerome's a junior. Hunter's a sophomore, but I think he's going to go to the NBA draft. Diakite is a junior. That's pretty close to the Vegas line. Last I saw, Virginia was favored by... Uh, five and a half, and total points was sitting at 130 and a half. 
Yeah, have you ever asked you why, ask yourself why that it appears that the Ken Palm numbers are now so close to Vegas? Have you ever asked that, wondered that? I never wondered that, but I figured as soon as you said the predictions, I'll have to check the latest Vegas line and see how close it because is. Because guess what? It is our understanding through the grapevine, well, I don't know how true this is. Mm, Vegas turning to Ken Palm? Mm-hmm. But he has been so close on it that there's a there's people are wondering whether they're starting to look at his deal. Mm-hmm. Michigan State, Texas Tech. Ooh. Michigan State, 67, Texas Tech, 66. 55% chance of winning for Michigan State. Current wow. Vegas line, Sparty by three. And total points, 132 and a half. Wow. I mean, look at their team, though. All right. Goins Sr. Now, Goins, you know, Goins is a walk-on. Do you know that? The guy that hit the game-winning shot yesterday? I mean, he has a scholarship now. But he walked on at Michigan State. The preferred walk-on. Senior. McQuaid Sr. All right. Tillman Sophomore. Cassius Winston Jr. Nick Ward Jr. Now, obviously, Aaron Henry and Gabe Brown are both freshmen. But these may be total wins most in a season for Izzo, 32, or or will he hit that if he gets one more win at 30, 33 and 6? Well, no, I'm not close. Sure what, I'm not sure what his record was the year. He, this is a Final Four, so he's made deep runs. He's made deep runs. Eighth Final Four. You know, he's won a national championship. But Michigan State, good balance, good defensive team. McQuaid's a great defender. Texas Tech plays great defense. What really, really helped them on Saturday against Gonzaga is, is that Texas Tech hit threes. Made a huge difference. Then it opened the floor up. And it just changed everything for them. Michigan State, the, the key part of that Michigan State game was when they were down 30-21. to 21. Now you're teetering. Which way does this game go? And they came back. It was a four-point game at halftime. You know the irony of of the four weekend games? The four teams that led at halftime lost. And if you do numbers like I have to do numbers all the time, I don't care if it's football or basketball, teams leading at the half, have an exponentially higher winning percentage than teams that are trailing at the half. Yet in this case, the four teams trailing at the half all came back and won. We'll come back with more in a moment. Glenn News Radio 1070 WKOK.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, Cardinals tied up the Pirates 4-4, and then Colin Moran in the bottom of the eighth inning hit a home run. 5-4 Pirates top of the ninth with the Cardinals with the tying run on first and nobody out. So that's where we are with that. Uh, Purdy Insurance, our sponsor today. Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Don't forget the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. We are counting down now. We have uh, 38, uh, 37 days to go, 37 days to the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. Sign up, get your team, however, individually, whatever it may be. Okay? Whatever it may be. And it's going to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Can't ask for a better group to support. Yep, day before the tournament, Tuesday, May the 7th, we will be live at Penn's Tavern, south of Sunbury, on one just off Route 147, and donations will be accepted for the YMCA there as well, in, yes. case, in case you don't golf. So, second option yep. for you. Yep. Love to see you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love to see everybody out there. And we have a great time when we're out there. I mean, a great time. Not a good time. Great time. Until we hit a couple of the dangerous spots on the course. And then, Bridge. And, <laughs> well, not you, but I mean, you know where I was I going mean, with that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but we have people that looked over last year. And he stepped up to tee it up, and three of us, actually the four of us, because you were there, yeah, right, were in the fetal position. Everyone's like, "Why are they already laying down? He hasn't hit yet." It's like, right, we consider certain things preemptive. Yeah, yeah. our guy. Do we have to say that? Uh sometimes I do. Just uh, I don't say out of guilt, but. I mean, look, I mean, I know we're going to have to give the Purdy guys money <laughs> in the trade. I know we are. Exchange your paper. All right. All right. I mean, I know we're going to have to. There's going to have to be exchange. We just have, but I think that after watching the last two years, Craig, Chief, and I, I think we'll do it. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.